Welcome everybody to the live roundtable edition of They Cast from the Coast for May the 18th of 2020. My name is Adam Miles and I'm joined by Josh Lambert and Tim Johnson. Unfortunately folks, Mr. Aaron Peerless and Mrs. Jamie Peerless could not be here with us tonight. But they have some other things that they're absolutely working on and they can't wait to share them with everybody out there. So all the best of them tonight and we're just going to continue on with the live show. How's everybody doing tonight? Excellent. Tim, just okay. I needed some coffee. <laughs> oh, we're doing good. Life is peachy, fellas. The world's my fucking oyster. The world's your fucking oyster. Tonight we, get, we got some fun. Yeah, we we got a lot of cool stuff coming up that we can't wait to share with everybody. It's uh, it's been a pretty oh my god, week. do we? Yeah, it's oh been a pretty boy. exciting week. And not only that, tonight, ladies and gentlemen, this show might not go a full hour because we got to be prepared because we have a very special guest that we're going to be preparing for a future episode. Yeah, so don't say anything. Not gonna say anything. Keep I'm not going to say anything. Adam. All I say is it's unfucking real Unfucking real that we get to talk to this person. Perfect. So we're going to leave it at that, and we are going to simply move on with our topics of conversation for the night and then we'll have our open discussion at the end so for anybody out there in internet interweb land join us and type and chat with us on the uh, on the actual uh, on the facebook and, on the, and facebook the youtubes page. and yeah, the instagrams and, and yeah and I'm, uh, uh, I'll they'll be they'll be browsing this while i'm kind of working the computer they'll be answering questions if need be so ask away if there's any topics of conversation you want to ask and talk about tonight go ahead and ask away so oh my ladies and gentlemen first topic of conversation for the night adam green has come forward and stated it is a very safe bet that the bayou butcher will in fact return and by the bio butcher who do we mean tim um victor crowley i'm kidding I'm very excited for that. I love those hatchet movies, and mm. I, I love them. I love them. I think they're great. Absolutely. And the funny thing is, is that nobody was even expecting Hatchet 4, Victor Crowley. Yeah. It was filmed in secrecy and released to a crowd at, a, at like a special screening one night with Adam Green in attendance. Hmm. Nobody knew that this fucking movie existed except for a select few in Hollywood. Like bra fucking vo that was that was the pinnacle of when they started to do like viral movie releases like that so there was hatchet for victor crowley and then um was it wingard and them they worked on um uh blair witch it was a different title entirely when they had the videos come out for it it was like in the woods or some shit like this it was called and then they had like little things hidden in the trailers that like kind of made it seem like you could pick it out. And then it all of a sudden the screening, it fucking Blair Witch. Like, that's great. So announcing that we have a possibility of something in the future, whether he films it in secrecy or not, I'm excited for it. Oh, uh, I, I, I'm going to take a page out of Josh's handbook here. Just make more of them. Make, yep. make more of them. I, yeah, I keep it rolling. I love this franchise. I love how it's a love letter to 80s slashers. I love mm. the the fact that um, they're doing all kinds of fan service, getting all these you know horror icons involved with the movie, even if it's a cameo. Um, I love that. I love that um, uh, Danielle Harris as the, uh, the 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 final girl. 
um, is fantastic. Like I, I, I love these movies. I love these movies. And Kane Hodder, oh man, that that one kill in the first one with the, it's 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 probably yeah. my favorite on-screen kill that I've ever seen in a horror movie. Like it's so good. Well, the movie's just visceral. The movies are all just amazing. I'll never forget the first time I sat down to watch the very <clears> first <throat> one when it came out. It was one of those movies that. I was a fan of Adam Green anyway. Like, the stuff that was coming out was, you know, he, he was doing, like, some short films and people were talking him up. And all of a sudden, this movie came out and it was, you know, a, a throwback to the great American slasher. It was like they were tagging it that way. And I remember just on a whim, I just bought the DVD. I was like, yeah, this looks good. And I just sat, I watched it like twice that night, like, back to back. I just turned it on again. <laughs> I'm Couldn't glad to hear it. a story where Adam got excited, bought a DVD. <laughs> yes, and that's why I'm laughing. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm. Laughing. I was full masked, and it was worth it. Worth it. <laughs> no, it's a, a great too. series, and I'm glad to see it has some longevity and gonna continue on. Uh, I wonder how long before we get a fucking reboot of it, but. No, it's no, kind of one not. of those movies that, like, yeah, it's it's they're not gonna reboot it, but I feel that it's very much filling the void of the missing Friday, Friday the Thirteenth series, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. um, and the fact that you you have you know this very tropish Jason like main character, um, you know, with the the tragic backstory and the you know the the quest for revenge and don't come on his land and you know it's all very inspired by friday the 13th but it's very much its own animal like i love i love this series i love this series it's so much fun yeah it is absolutely all right so here's to much more and uh, we can't wait to see this so keep it up next topic of conversation for the night gentlemen hbo max is developing a feature film adaptation of stephen king and joe hill's novella throttle i haven't read it don't know anything about Stephen, it. Stephen, Stephen King rules, but I I, uh, I I haven't read it yet. Um, I've read some of Joe Hill's stuff. Like Joe Hill is very much a spawn of his father. Like oh, 100%. like like it's 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 great because I'm I, I've read some of his his stuff and it's just yeah he's but he's very much his own. You know what I mean? Like yeah, but yeah, I like yeah absolutely. I'll I'll agree. I mean. Stephen King fan, Joe Hill fan, Horns, um, uh, Heart Shaped Box was good. Yep. All, all kinds of stuff that he's done has been, you know, really good. Um, so this one here is um, Throttle follows a father and son led biker gang who get terrorized by a big rig truck on an isolated stretch of the American desert. What? So it's biker gangs versus it's it's like Joyride meets Duel meets whatever could be interesting and i mean it was once again it was it was a combined effort between the two of them Hmm. so yeah okay so that's gonna be interesting off the the road or what like it's the fucking desert no basically just saying that they get terrorized i mean it's not necessarily about you know you know running people off the road i mean you've seen the movie joyride and and duel and all that stuff right sometimes it's did you just ask josh if you saw a movie i was gonna say uh sure Right. 
Absolutely. I follow yes. you, Adam. I, I follow you. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. But... Sometimes, sometimes it's about the the mental state of the situation. The, the you know the the anxiety, the the mental drainage of of what's going on. You know the the emotional problems that are in, you know around this. It might not be that he's trying to you know drag them off the road or push them off the road. It could be that he's literally just relentlessly following them and picking them off one by one. It's a whole gang of people, right? And the guy might be, in, you know, in, invincible compared to them in this big rig truck. Shit like that, right? So I haven't read it yet. It's only a novella, so it might be it might be worth the the opportunity. But I mean, this is like the fourth one that we've reported on now. That's like a Stephen King slash. It's like a fourth one that Stephen King's involved with that's being adapted, yeah. and like the second or third that his son's involved with now too. Because they're all being picked up. Be like, listen, King, like your royalty checks just aren't cutting it. You gotta pump out some more stories. Well, get it, back to is, work, man. I know. He is. He's he's well, he's got all. I don't know. Like I I I I have a big collection of Stephen King. Um, yeah. Of his novels, and like it got to the point where like I just couldn't keep up. No, there's no, no way. Like I, I think. How many I publications does this man have? Like, two hundred. No, but it's, it's got to be close with novellas and short stories and um, that's what I'm everything thinking. else. It's got to be oodles. But yeah, I, I I stopped. I think around the time Under the Dome came out, I think mm. that was around when I stopped. Um, yeah. But yeah. Okay. Well, there's um. What's that new one that he's got? If it bleeds, it's like yeah. another anthology book or something. That one sounds good. I like his anthology books. Going all the way back to the Bachman books, I've always loved his short stories. I mean, as much as I love his actual stories, his full blown novels and stuff like this, his short stories have always just been great to me because you know that's I can pick it up and I can read one of his short stories and put the book away for a week if I don't have time. You know, he wrote I mean? Quitters and, Inc., didn't he? Like, that's oh. part of Cat's Eye. I think he wrote Quarters, Inc. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I'm not familiar with that one, to be honest. That's, like, the only one I know, and it's one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I think when it comes to Stephen King, my favorite thing he's ever done was The Dark Tower. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Like, that whole multiverse. That stuff's the, too deep for me. Like, the the especially, like, the later on books where, yeah. like, you know, he had that scare with the, you know, being hit by the car or the van um and he puts that in the book and like stephen king is now a character in the story and it's it's it was i fucking loved it i loved it i loved okay. it i gotta take a step back here for a second josh the dark tower with the whole multiverse is too fucking deep for you okay no, folks let, you gotta understand me, me, you gotta understand me. something for a second <laughs> Look what Josh him in this room with the fucking evil dead no, in the multiverse. But no, 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 no. It's the terminology and stuff he uses. Like I read one fucking little thing of it, and I'm like, I can't even wrap my head around what he's trying to say. Okay, I thought you were talking about the whole you know connecting universes shit no, and everything else. Because no. I'm like, wait a minute, Josh, you literally pride yourself on every movie that you watch trying to figure out if it somehow connects to yeah. every other fucking movie in existence. I'm convinced that, that is an ongoing thing for you. No, in the back of uh, of the the Dark Tower, there's a glossary of terms. Yeah. yeah. Of what uh, they mean in the story. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't read the whole book. Okay, fair enough. Next time, next time, next I, time, I highly recommend it. I, the, highly recommend I, did, it. I didn't anticipate it to be a fucking textbook with a glossary. <laughs> it's just a couple words. It's just a couple words that he made up. 
You know, he's 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 making a universe here, a multiverse. Hey, I respect it. Respect right? it. I um, love the fact that all those movies exist in the same planes. That's that's fine. Yeah. All right, moving on. Next topic, gentlemen. <clears throat> this is a good one. Is it? AMC Studios have officially acquired the rights to the Vampire Chronicles for Man Rice. For all intents and purposes, for film and television product or projects. I have always said, okay, so back in my angsty teenage days, I read all the Vampire Chronicles. I love them. I love them. And then Interview with the Vampire. Well, the movie kind of spun me Jump into it. Yeah. yeah. So I love the movie. It's the only movie I like Tom Cruise in. Like, seriously. Um, so... I read all of them, and then they made that garbage fucking Queen of the Damned where they, they butchered two books and made one horrible movie. movie. Very bismal movie. Um, I always said that this sh- this series of books would work better as a show. And mm. I said it way back when Queen of the Damned came out. So the fact that they're, they're thinking about it now, um, AMC... Uh, I would have been happier with HBO, yeah. To be to be honest, because um, they would have did what? But I mean, AMC's cool. I mean, they yeah, put they out, you know the Walking movies. Dead and shit like that. Like yeah, they're they're not the afraid to put out shit. That's mm-hmm. why he's worried. Mm-hmm. The Walking Whatever. Dead. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You know the single most popular fucking horror. Not anymore. Culture. It's not anymore. Just about still is man. It's it might yeah, be on the it. decline, but it's you know. Not anyways, anyways, regardless, um, I, I'm super excited because I feel that um, the problem with those movies and the problem with movies in general, when you're adapting a book, like if you write a script for a movie, that's that's one thing you're you're allotting so much time to progress the story. But when you're adapting a book, there's so much stuff that you got to cut out to fit it into a two hour runtime. So I feel that books work better as TV shows. And I mean, even, even with, you know, something like the vampire Chronicles, like there's multiple, multiple books. Each one of those books could be a season. You know what I mean? And like, you know, have this show paced in a way that I just love the idea of seeing those characters on their misadventures through the ages. Oh, yeah. You might have an episode where you're in uh, the 1990s, and then your episode after that is him telling a story of when he lived through the Black Plague. Oh, there was... One of my favorite books, Memoc the Devil, was amazing. It was so good. And, like, at the start of the book, Lestat says, he goes... He goes, you know, this this story could have happened to anyone. It just so happened I, I happened to be a vampire, a 200-year-old vampire. But he goes, this legit could have happened to anyone. And, like, just the book, and it's like Anne, Ray, Anne Rice's uh, take on, like, uh, Christianity and, you know, the fall of, you know, mm-hmm. Lucifer to Earth and all this kind of stuff. But, like, she worded it in a way that kind of made it believable. You know what I mean? Like, it was cool. I, I enjoyed it. It was cool. What is Anne Rice doing nowadays? She's still alive, isn't she? She is. Yep. yep. She absolutely is. She's just doing uh, witch books. She put she put out a book not that long ago. She 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 slowed down in her writing, but she put out something not that long ago cuz one of the other things that's that's important to note about this uh, this acquisition is that she didn't only give the rights to the Vampire Chronicles, awesome. but The Lives of the Mayfair Witches, which is the interconnected uh universe of witches that actually crisscrosses into the universe of the Vampire Chronicles. Crisscross. 
crisscross. And it was basically, it's been optioned for everything that's inclusive in all 18 major titles with over 150 million copies of them sold worldwide between the two Man, of them. Man, that must have been a hell of a check. <clears throat> yeah, pretty That's their entire much. life's work. Well, it sounds to me like, and this is what's popped up on a couple of pages that have been discussing this, this was like, she wrote something not that long ago, and it was probably one of the, I think it was one of the ending stories to the Lives of the Mayfair Witches, like it was one of those end books. Mm -hmm. But this is almost like one of those situations where it's like, okay, she's cashed out now. Yeah. Like, she doesn't have to write a single fucking word for the rest of her life. She's well, she done. already didn't. She's a very wealthy woman. <laughs> well, no, exactly. But now it's like her yeah. her grandkids will never have to fucking work for their lives. You know what I mean? Like, it's now, now it's, all, it's almost like this was the moment where she said, you know what? I can be done with this. Here. here here's the, the rights to make the movies and the TV shows and whatever you want. Because, I mean, let's face it, after, once again, like Tim said, the whole kerfuffle behind Queen of the Damned. She and basically... the guy they, got, they had for Lestat, I liked him. I didn't. And, you know, I, I didn't mind him. I mean... I I thought personally, I, I thought he was a little better than Tom Cruise, but Tom Cruise in Interview with a Vampire was very much the the villain. Whereas the rest of the, the books, Lestat is the anti hero. Like, you know, he's he's the one you're rooting for. So I don't like Tom Cruise, so I didn't I didn't want to see him as the good guy, right? I'd like to see Mads <laughs> in it. Mads Mason. Yeah. 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 He would have been... Um, I think he'd do a good. I'm trying to remember the the guy that made Lestat. Oh, the vampire that made Lestat. Yeah, because there was Armand. Yeah. And, and then there was, like, the older guy, and I can't remember. Yeah, because Armand was the one that was uh, played by Antonio Banderas, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was a good one, too. But he wasn't, because Armand's supposed to be... Looks like a fucking teenager. And oh well, that's fine. I like Antonio Banderas. I thought he did a good part in the role, but then again, I'd like to say his name, Antonio, Antonio Banderas. Banderas. And I, I feel Antonio. like after you say it, you should hear like that fucking. Ding ding. He's the sexy. All right, so this is good anyway. But I got to be honest, the only book I ever read in the series was Interview with the Vampire. So I totally got to check out the rest of the books. Oh this, my god, uh, the va Vampire Lestat and Queen of the Damned are nice. Those first three books are phenomenal. All right, I'm gonna have to check those out. Okay, it's fucking dismissing. Uh, you see this? I'm trying always. to know. Oh, <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Dismissing me. Yeah. Well, I'm All right. Yeah. You, Jane Fuck you. Yeah, Next topic. Next damn topic. All right, this one's an exciting one, too. I'm at half-mast for this one. I'm just going to put uh, that out there right now. There we go. Netflix original series, Juon Origins, is headed to Netflix in July. Eh, I foresee this half-mast going full flaccid. Well, I, I, I love I love the, the universe of this, and I like the idea of, you know, the curse, you know, of the grudge. Um, that was the new grudge movie sucked yeah it was horrible because they it totally was fucked horrible. it up yeah, yeah they fucked it up really bad they didn't fuck it up in the way that i thought they were going to fuck it up they fucked it up in a way that i wasn't expecting them to fuck it up which Does is that almost make sense? Worse. Like, <laughs> yeah. like it was it was almost worse but like i i i like that they 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 said that this movie takes place in the same universe 
and it's not uh i can't remember the the main uh, i can't remember her name i was like akuko or sayoko sayoko i can't remember anyways the, the the grudge jumped like it jumped into this new woman right and like now it's taking place over here and it's just like meh eh. yeah it wasn't that great uh, um, so what's this is it a series or a movie they're making so it's gonna be a series Jesus. so it's gonna be a small series so here's the description that they gave for it now this is where it gets interesting because I remember reading some of this prior being stated not about the series but about the movies the the Japanese horror classic franchise Juon was actually based on real events that occurred over a span of four decades. And the truth is actually more terrifying than what was portrayed on TV and movies. Can the people haunted by the original house escape from its curse? And what kind of grim incident occurred in this curse in the past? Josh said it all with that big fucking yawn. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Like, I think it's going to be good. I, I am it has potential judgment. at least I, yes it does and I'm reserving judgment until I see like you know actual filmed trailer and like the tone and like you know what I mean like because I loved when I, I remember watching The Grudge like the, the American remake and I loved it I thought it was great I thought it was awesome that the original director di- directed this re- reboot remake whatever um I loved it so much that I went back and I, I watched Juwan. I think we said this in a, uh, a podcast of American remakes that make me want to watch the original. Yeah. And um, the original's even creepier. Oh, fuck yeah, man. Oh, my God. Like that woman? Okay, I got a funny story about the grudge. Funny okay. story about the grudge. Okay, so this was back when I was with my kid's mom. 2006. And we went to go see this movie. And for some reason, The Grudge and, uh, you know, to uh, a lesser extent, the, the Ring, those movies creep me out. There's just something about the long black hair. Tweet. Yeah, it's, it's, it's unsettling. So I was having, I ended up, okay, so we went to sleep. And we were, we were uh, you know, Laura at the time had long black hair. Mm-hmm. So I'm asleep. And in the dream the lady is fucking chasing me coming down the steps and climbing over the bed and I I punch her right in the head <laughs> and I woke up after I punched to Laura going oh <laughs> I punched her right in the temple and I felt horrible I punched my girlfriend in the head because of this fucking movie um yeah, I felt horrible. Uh, I mean, I don't think it was, you know, how technical and throwing punches yeah. while you're asleep, but like it was. That'd be <laughs> actually hysterical if you just fucking KO'd her. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> the thing that the thing that makes me laugh about it now is is this poor woman was asleep. Yeah, <laughs> she imagine being up woken a... up out of a dead sleep to a punch in the face. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not laughing because I, I I feel bad to, even to this day. So you know, Laura, I, I I'm sorry I punched you in the head because I thought you were the crazy grudge lady I trying you were to the get grudge monster. Right? Oh, well, you know that part in the movie where she, the, the, she picks up the covers and she's underneath and fucking yeah, it was all that in my dream. 
I'm glad to what know, though. What else can you do but punch it? I, I'm, gl I'm glad. Head. Glad. This is a lot if, if I'm ever put in a horror movie that I'm not going to cower like a little bitch. Like, I punched... You're, you're going to punch something. Swinging. I'm going down swinging. Punch a fucking ghost. But, uh, but unfortunately, it was at the expense of my girlfriend at the time. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. That's oh, horrible. Horrible. No, I, horrible. I seriously, seriously think that this has potential. Especially because, and we just stated this when it came to the Vampire Chronicles and stuff... They, they hopefully they won't shoehorn everything in. They'll take their time. It'll be like you know, knowing Netflix, it'll be like a, maybe a six, seven, you know, part series or something like that. And it will really, truly have what it needs to 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 bring back the storyline. Like I said, I'm going to reserve judgment. I'm 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 not showing any masting at all. Um, but did you watch the trailer though? I didn't even know that they had a trailer. They do. They actually okay, have so a trailer. Okay, so I'll, I'll watch the trailer. Yep. And then I will report back what what I, I feel. I'll watch it right now. Okay, cool. So While Tim... We'll put a pin in it. Putting a pin in it. While Tim goes to uh, talk about that uh, or, or review that, let's talk about the next subject here. This is an interesting one. This one came out of left fucking field, and it's totally out of our childhood in the 80s. The creators the original creators of the ghoulies series uh luca Bercovici, oh i hope i'm saying that right and jeffrey levy are petitioning sony for the either the rights to or for them to go ahead with a reboot because with everything going on with 80s reboots they feel that it's time to get this thing going so you guys are obviously familiar with the ghoulies i've never seen it i know never seen but it but it's Essentially, just one of those Critters Gremlin movies, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Critters Gremlins, all that good shit. Like so, you must be able to like visualize the movie and poster, I know what he is. like him I've coming out of the toilet and all that. Out of the toilet and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like I've yeah. seen all the iconic scenes. I just never actually. Okay, watched. so you do know what we're talking about. Yeah, you just haven't do. sat down and watched yeah. the movie. Okay, that's fair. So it's so it's interesting because Ghoulies One, I was never really a fan of. I like Ghoulies Two better. Back like in the day, they were just cheap garbage movies for the most part is what it really was but uh the first one had to do with like this guy who had these things as like companions in his house and when he dies they basically go nuts and start killing people and shit in the house uh but the second one they basically at the at the end of the first one they kind of get away and in the second one they end up like in a carnival not like as freak show type of creatures in the carnival like they they're like living in the midway and like you know hiding out of sight and like these kids like come across them and shit like this and it's just this huge thing erupts from it it's, it's it was interesting it was just garbage movies but they eventually like ghoulies go to college was like one of them too where they were like you know taking over like a fucking uh, sorority house and shit and it was it was weird it, it got really weird but the whole purpose of the originals was just you know fucking monster movies yeah well they're they're fun. cashing in on that that fad it was you know critters was written and then gremlins was written and then okay. ghoulies. Tim, go. I just watched the trailer. I'm on board. Okay. It's, you're, you're not you're not fact, full mast. I'm no, I'm full mast. I'm full mast. <clears throat> oh wow. Because, like I said, I needed to see the tone and you know basically mm. what they were doing. It feels very much like the original movie, except better cinematography. Mm -hmm. The fact that it's 
not going to be dubbed or done in English. The fact that it's all subtitles in, yes, I'm on board. I'm on board. Yeah. And it, it literally looks like Juwan, not the grudge, Juwan, the original they're Japanese. They're the same version. thing, though. To be fair, they're the same yeah, yeah. thing because it was done by the same guy. It's true. Right? Like true, it's the yeah. same thing. They even cast the same actors to play the ghosts. Like it was the same little boy. It was the same, you know, mother. Uh, the flashbacks of the father fucking going crazy. It's the same people, right? Uh, you know, I don't know how far that continued, but in, in the sequels and stuff like that, but I know that first one with Sarah Michelle Geller was great. And yeah. the original Juwan was great. But yeah, so I, I'm on board. I'm on board. Excited. Absolutely. Okay, cool. Managed to convince. Yep. Boom. Hey. <laughs> All right. So Ghoulies it's a fans petition right now. So they're basically asking people to, to sign the petition and they're going to send all the signatures when they get the petition done to Sony to say, either give up the rights and let somebody do it or do it. You know, That's not gonna Just, work. like, like who cares? Like, honestly, ghoulies, I, I understand people, uh, you know, having fond memories and, you know, nostalgia and all that kind of stuff. But I think as far as all those, like Josh said, critter type movies, like, Fuck ghoulies. I want Gremlins 3. Like, yeah. fuck, mm. fuck, whatever, ghoulies. I mean, we, we ended up getting, you know, more critters, which was cool. I watched I watched that thing. It was... The it little was, mini-series, the web series. Yeah, I, it was cool. Um, yeah. But I don't care about ghoulies, man. It looks does like anybody? Cool. Like, what does uh, this fucking petition people... have, 20 people? We're I don't know, on man. there and Adam's already signed it. Definitely. I have not signed it. Life. Don't know if don't know if I will. I mean, I uh, yeah. Using his online guys. alias, saltytits69 at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't exist. All don't those, email it, people. people just Adam's aliases. Full mast. Tim Johnson's on there. <laughs> Full mast. Half mast. Quarter mast. You gotta add numbers into it though, like you know, yeah. like five point two five. All right, whatever. Moving on. Next topic of conversation. This one here, this comes up all the fucking time for us to talk about, guys, but we got to talk about it tonight because, well, it just so happens that it's, you know, progressing, kind of, maybe. I don't know. CW has announced that they're rolling over The Lost Boys, which means that even though they started filming the new version of the pilot before the whole COVID-19 shutdown, they don't think that they're going to do anything with it for the remainder of 2020. They'll probably revisit doing something with it in 2021 if they fucking decide to or not. This is one of the most plagued fucking TV productions I've ever seen. It's the universe saying, don't fucking make it. <clears throat> don't yeah. fucking make it. CW is crap anyway, okay? Like, I'm not a fan of their superhero shows, and I'm not a fan of... Uh, I no, the the. I mean, this could have been the turnaround for them. This could have won Tim over. Honestly, do you think that is Kiefer Sutherland in it? Nope. No, and I did get I did give it shit last time that we talked about this for their fucking weird namings. You know, like the the the, the fucking characters' names are like Bennett and shit like this. It was well, weird. I mean, the 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 thing that I I will say is this: I I appreciate the fact that it seems like they're they're doing a in-universe reboot 
Yeah, so different characters that fit just, the same storyline rather than exactly. trying to create David. Yeah. Um, so it's not going to be David, which is fine. David might have existed in this this CW show, um, but you know. So I, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. I think if um, you know the budget is there, um, I think if there's uh, the same level of violence, you know what I mean. But Lost Boys is one of those movies that you can't replicate. It just came out at a perfect time back in 87. The music was right. The actors that were playing it were right. They had the right look. Like, you can't do that again. And if you do it now, it's just it's just going to be lame. It's just going to be lame unless they set this new show in the 80s. But they won't. They'll do it modern day. and yeah, The vampires be... will all be on Twitter. And they'll be TikToking and fucking whatever. But you'll know that they're vampires because they don't appear on camera. No, I they appear on camera. They just don't appear. Their reflection doesn't. They don't appear. cast a reflection. Mm. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but you know what? TikTok. Whatever. Yeah, they can still make TikToks. TikToking vampires. Fuck off. <laughs> be doing their little dances. Doing their floating little around dances. and shit. Renegade. Yeah, renegade. Wow, Josh actually knows what's up with TikTok. You're right. Josh, Josh I want to know more about this. Are we're you on TikTok? Now. Are you I on? I'm on the TikTok. Fuck watching, off. Watching the TikToks. Talking. No, 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 no. no. We're not Twitter. asking if you're watching it. Are you on are the you fucking TikTok? Oh, no. Are you going to show are up you, in are one you of those TikTok-ing? TikTok compilation no. videos my kid watches? That's considered... all. I know everything. Anthony is always watching these compilations of like TikTok, yeah, and I'm just pretty... like, ugh. But some of them are funny. To be fair, some of them are funny. Because um, I used to like watching vines with yeah. them. People who do thing. vines and you know compilations and stuff. And I'm, you know, but all the dancing and the fucking everybody doing the same fucking skit over and over and over and using the same fucking shitty music. Just fucking ugh, ugh. <laughs> It takes about two months before you see something original. Oh. So, yeah. No. I downloaded it. I watched about a week's worth of shit, and I, tr- I deleted it. Wow. I never even downloaded it. Hey, man. Everybody was talking about it. I downloaded it, and I was just like watching Adam's shit. on there fucking doing the Renegade. And... <laughs> well, actually, I remember you, Tim, specifically saying, just, I don't ever want to fucking see you on TikTok, because you'll end up on one of those fucking cringe compilations. And like, yeah, I probably would. Fucking hilarious. I, being a, a somewhat little bit of a conspiracy theorist, right? It, it, this pandemic, it's the end of the world. It's the end of the world. <laughs> And a bunch of fucking cosplayers that I, I, I know wrote me into doing a fucking TikTok video with them. Yeah, and I'm like, fellas, TikTok. I'm it literally is the end of the world because Tim is on TikTok. He's Keep in mind, TikTok. like, you know, we were dressed in cosplay. I was doing, you know, my 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 Heath Ledger Joker. So it wasn't Tim, but still. Well, you appeared as Tim first. Yeah, it was Tim. To start oh, yeah, with. that's right. Fuck. It's all the Tim, video, Tim, Tim totally fucking it's appeared. All... It was that. It was that fucking makeup brush video. Tim yeah. going at it. He, huh? Look, I'm not. Ooh. Ah. Oh, now I'm. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> the views on that video got more than anything you've ever done, Adam. <laughs> Most of what I've done is with you, Tim, so you burn me, you burn you, bitch. I'm glad that you got the joke. Yeah, exactly. I'm glad that you got the joke. Oh, man. 
So what you're saying, I'm dragging you down? Fuck you. <laughs> no, because Josh is balancing it out, and now that we yeah. got Aaron. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like it's like it's like I'm this fucking balloon, and then Adam was the rock, but now with Josh and Aaron as three balloons, it's the fucking hot air, right? Yeah, we're, we're, hot all air. Us, all three of us are are are, are uh, begrudgingly fucking pulling Adam along, dragging Adam's ass. Uh, <laughs> I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I feel like I should do a fucking moment. Adam, heart-filled yeah. moments from Tim. Adam. Adam, you were not dragging anybody down. You, sir, are the heart and soul of this show. You're gonna go ahead and insult me like that. That has you? been a heart-filled moment from Tim. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the only one you'll ever get. Thank you, Tim. <laughs> What's our next right. topic, Adam? F- I was gonna say, fuck this topic. Moving on to the next topic. So this is really the kind of the final topic that we have of the night, guys. But I had to bring it up because. It actually kind of pisses me off a little bit to no extent. So let me just kind of get into this here. Josh Trank has been quoted. Josh Lambert is a piece of shit. (laughs) Shit! (laughs) Josh Trank has been quoted to talk about Pumpkinhead's reboot lately. Now, let's kind of dig into this just a bit here. Because basically, the guy who brought us Chronicle, which was... A good movie. I remember. Okay. I went. I paid theater money to go see that. Uh, I I dug it. I dug it. Yeah, but then he also brought us the dumpster fire known as the Fantastic Four back in like what 2016 or whatever the fuck it was. Then he was trying to do the Boba Fett movie with with Lucasfilm, and because Fantastic Four bombed, it's assuming that he got fucking canned because of that. I think they actually canned that project because they wanted to do The Mandalorian, and they didn't want the two very similar shows competing. Yeah, but I mean, now there's talk of, like, Boba Fett is supposed to be in Season 2 of The Mandalorian, and Season 2 and Season 3, and then getting his own show. So I feel that they were going to do a Boba Fett movie when they were all gung-ho about doing these... uh, Solo, yeah, like the Kenobi and the Solo, the, the, the Star Wars story or whatever. But I don't know. I I just I blame Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She's got to go. <laughs> oh well. Whatever, man. I don't know. But so diving into this just a little bit here, he basically says that after the success of Chronicle, and then he was handed the reins to Fantastic Four and a bunch of other things, and. Things went quiet after that for him. And uh, shortly thereafter, he heard from his agent that there was on the table a Pumpkinhead reboot that was that was being, you know, pushed around. And he basically, you know, was asked if he would have any interest in doing it. Then um, they were going to set up a meeting and talk about it. So two things about this. One, hey there's a pumpkin head reboot potentially out there still that they're trying to get optioned or, or get off the ground could be cool. I don't necessarily think that it needs to be rebooted. Like every other fucking thing that's being rebooted in the Just world right now, something new, a new story in the universe. All it needs to be like a soft, soft reboot. No, you know, like, I'm ready don't even reboot. Just leave fucking pumpkin head alone. Like it, it was, it was, it was, a, it was, it was great back in the day. Stop trying to replicate that shit. Think of something new. Look at fucking Hatchet. They took yeah, but... the love of something and made something new, and it's great. 
Yeah. Right? Like, like have My people just stopped is... thinking of new things? Yes, first of all. Uh, they're going to make Pumpkinhead look stupid. There's going to be yeah. a redesign, and he's going to look stupid. And that's going to piss me off. <laughs> it's going to piss Josh off. <laughs> right off the bat, we're going to say that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a possibility, right? It's so, I mean, that's... But that's the first thing. First off, Pumpkinhead reboot. Out. It's out there. They're talking about it. Up to four years ago, they were talking about it. And you know sometimes it takes a while for this shit to happen. So, there's a very big possibility it's still happening. Two... I think we dodged a fucking bullet that it didn't happen for two reasons. One, Josh Trank. Fuck him. <laughs> and and, and you know getting what? that done. While we're on the topic, Josh Lambers. <laughs> <laughs> but for two, yeah, kind of okay that it didn't happen. But it's it's an interesting topic of conversation just because, you know, it's it once again goes to show that everything is being optioned. Everything is up for fucking reboots and remakes and there's a lack of creativity going on right now. And... Well, because studios are trying to make money, and these properties already exist, and yes, licensing out fan dead properties is easier than paying writers to come up with something that might not work. Yeah, absolutely. That's that you just summed it up right there, um, and that's unfortunate because you know there's so many good things that haven't even been fucking developed yet. Like there's so many. Is there though? Yeah, there is, man. Because I, I know just between me and Adam, we've thought of some amazing ideas for, you know, movies that we wanted to make or whatever, right? And it's like, and we're not, sh- we, we we ain't shit, you know. Like, can you imagine, like, like if they just let people. You might not be shit. No, I, I am. Uh, I am totally the shit. Kind of a big deal. <laughs> but kind of a big deal regardless yeah regardless irregardless um i don't know i just stop stop it stop it no yeah keep making them no josh but i'm not but see i'm on the fence here the first and foremost thing that happens is you always get into the argument with people about remakes sucking oh all remakes suck no that's not so that's not true so john carpenter's the thing no 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 but even even besides that I mean, I, I I guarantee more people saw John Carpenter's The Thing than the original. Um, yeah, thing from Another Planet. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I couldn't think of the name. Anyways, um, no, some remakes are fantastic. I mean, look at the, the push with all the Stephen King movies. They're all remakes. Mm-hmm. For the most part. I mean, except for Doctor Sleep. But like, for the most part, they're all remakes. Um, Halloween 2018. Some people didn't like it. Whatever. I loved it. Right? That is essentially a remake. Even well, though it's... It retcons two on, so you're kind of remaking the story. But we're talking anything that involves a property that already exists. Sequels, remakes, reboots. That's all what we're talking about right now. Because ultimately, we don't know what this pumpkin head's going to be. It could be any one of those. But and you know what? You know, I, I'm talking out of my ass here. I haven't even seen any trailers or anything. It might be amazing. No, it, it won't be because it'll ruin the design of the creature. What that, if they didn't do that? What if I, they just updated? I would it, bet. What, any what if they of kept money. true? What if they kept true to Stan Winston's original design? Yeah, but just updated it with more modern techniques. I do not have faith. They'll probably do, do it CG. Oh, 100% it would be CG at that point. 
So it wouldn't be in honor of Stan Winston by any means, because Stan Winston would be the first fucking person to say it needs to be a man in a suit. Okay. Well, gentlemen, that's the last of the major topics that we have for tonight, so I'm just going to throw open the floor if anybody has anything to talk about. I have something kind of exciting. It's I'd not like really to a this. topic, but it's something I acquired recently. Ooh. I got a vial of dirt from the actual seller of the Evil Dead. Straight from the guy who sold it to you's backyard. <laughs> just, wow. just kidding. Show us the fucking vial, Josh. Well, here's the thing: the vial smashed during shipping. So it's currently in another vial, and he's going to send me another vial because he does live in Tennessee, and he's like an hour away or whatever. But he has these really cool pictures that he took at the site, and currently all that exists of the original Evil Dead cabin is the chimney place and a little bit of the roof, which hasn't been like scavenged yet. So the chimney exists, and he went there, and he actually got himself a little, probably a bucket or whatever, and scooped out a whole bunch and divvied it up into little vials to sell. But uh, pretty neat. That is really cool. I like that. And it's not expensive. Like he charges twenty dollars for shipping anywhere in the world. You can have a little piece of the Evil Dead. Nice. Okay. I like that. No, that's that's pretty cool, man. I mean, that's a nice little story. You said that he's sending you a new one. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's good well, for it. Good. And uh, he was nice enough not even to charge for shipping or any of that. He was just kind of bummed that Canada Post failed, as they always do. But uh, here we are. Nice. Well, so, Josh yeah, so keeps adding to his Evil Dead collection. From the Evil Dead cabin that was repurposed into dice, and we have some sand from the Evil Dead cellar. You got something else coming though. I've got a lot of really cool things coming, and I can't wait for that to open on air. Nice, nice. We'll definitely do that. Okay. Well, good. Good toss out there for the end of the show. So you know what if that's the case we're just going to kind of wrap it up for the night because like i said we got some stuff that we're actually getting ready to work on right now so thank you very much everybody for tuning in tonight uh to our live feed here on facebook this will also be made available on youtube within the day or so here so thank you very much everybody check us out on facebook continue to with the misunderstood art company check us out on youtube misunderstood our company as well like subscribe share we're also going to be making all this available as we do with all of our review episodes and with our weekly episodes that we just produce to all of the major podcasting platforms that we provide uh, these episodes on we have spotify itunes and google play that we produce so check us out there as well and until next time josh all you people out there listening i want you to come up with some iconic horror movies Put them in the comments, and if I haven't seen them, we'll review them. <laughs> okay. All right. So we need we need uh, movie suggestions is what it is. So we, we like seeing Josh get into stuff that he hasn't seen before, which is quite a fucking large amount lately, But to be honest. So this is good. This is good. Adam, you didn't mention about a certain website that they oh, can... I, I didn't, did I? So, no. by the way, people, we're on Patreon. Open up your hearts and your wallets and, uh, you know, show show us uh, the love. So check that out as well. Thank you. Tim, the love that. with your wallet. Show us the love with the your wallet. Money. That's your money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Until next time, Tim. Stay spooky, everybody. See you next time, everybody. Thanks Good for tuning in. Good night. Out.